What's up, Real Buzzers? Before we start today's show, please go on Facebook and follow us at Real Buzz Takes. Then head to Instagram, follow us at Real Buzz Crew. Then head to Twitter and follow us at Real Buzz Crew. Um, also, please make sure to rate, subscribe, and review. It really does help the podcast out a lot. Also, feel free to send us an email at any time at realbuzztakes at gmail.com. And if you go to anchor.fm backslash realbuzztakes, you can also leave us a voice message, which we will certainly play live in a future episode. All right, let's start the show. Hey, Keenan, what's the best part about dating a homeless chick? What's that? You can drop her off anywhere. <laughs> Run the theme. If you want a movie review, look no further than these dudes. You got real buzz route on the mic. You got cannabis keen and he's all right. Caitlin is giving all she can give and Calvin doesn't even know where he is. This is real buzz Welcome to another edition of Real Buzz Takes. We are the Real Buzz crew, and we review the best of the worst for you. I'm Real Buzz Rob. I would rather listen to Fran Drescher for eight hours than have to listen to Michael McDonald. Nothing against him, but if I hear Yamo be there one more time, I'm going to Yamo burn this place to the ground. And to my left, we have our resident medical expert and mom of the pod, Caitlin Woodson. Say hello, Caitlin. Suck my dick! Yeah, that's, that's accurate, actually. <laughs> Demi Moore went ham in that movie. What was that? G.I. Jane. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have often told people to suck my dick. Yeah. Which is funny because you don't have one, so. <laughs> Even invisible, it's bigger than yours. Ooh, Jesus. Uh, Coming in hot. Well, you can imagine whatever you want to. It's like that Curb Your Enthusiasm where uh, Chaz Bono gave himself, you know. Yeah, knocked the watch big, off. Yeah, yeah, knocked the watch off. With his big, his big new dick. Gave himself a big new dick. And to my right, we have Keenan, a.k.a. Keenan the Cannibal, a.k.a. Cannabis Keenan, a.k.a. Keenan the Barbarian, Keenan Robertson. Rain dance! Hey. Let it rain! Let it rain! What? Is that, <laughs> is that a long game poly? Yeah. yeah. All right. that's, my, that's my favorite. It's just uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman shooting terrible shots. Like, rain dance! Make it rain! <laughs> He's bricks every single one. It's fantastic. Oh, uh, yeah. That's where he came up with sharding. Or at least that's where I first that's heard That's the first time I heard about that, movie. too. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, Caitlin, this is your first time back in a couple weeks. What's new in your life? Anything good? Anything interesting happening? Well, it's been one week. Let's not get crazy. Oh, okay. I guess that's right. But well, <laughs> we recorded two last time. That's why I feel like it's been two. Yeah, and one of them I really would have liked to do with you guys. But you keep doing that to me. Well, we still got the original out there for you. Nice. And we might not release it, so maybe we can redo it. I really think you should. We can talk about it. Oh, <laughs> good, luck, good luck convincing Calvin to do it again. Yeah, well, yeah. Did he even really watch it the first time? No. At uh, least he did. He, like he, it, no, yeah. he told me about some things. Yeah. <laughs> Sharknado, too. He told me about some things. <laughs> uh Anyways, things are going fine. That's good. <laughs> Keenan, what about you? How do you feel about NASCAR banning the Confederate flag? I heard something that uh, I guess one of the drivers was like, well, you know, if you're going to ban the he Confederate quit. flag. Yeah, he quit. But then I guess I guess NASCAR was like, well, we're really going to miss you and your 100 fans. Or something <laughs> like tweeted at him or some shit like that. Oh, you like think that. NASCAR so, clapped back? Yeah, NASCAR went they all Wendy's Twitter yeah. on him. Yeah. Well, he's got like he's got zero wins, zero on the poll. Like, it's yeah. just, like he's never yeah, done He's anything. never won anything, but he thinks he has enough clout to be like, I'm leaving the sport. Yeah, well. It's, it's like the equivalent of um, Sam Bowie leaving the NBA because he's pissed off about them. <laughs> That's just, a good point because yeah. I was going to say fucking Sam Bowie. Who is Sam Bowie? He was the guy drafted before Michael Jordan. Oh, okay. Sam Bowie reminds me of Sam Buka. Like, you could be him and be like, hey, give him some uh, Sam Bowie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's drunk. Yeah, if you're drunk, try uh, to say uh, Sam Bowie. Sam Bowie. Uh, give me the Buka. Buka to bop. But yeah, uh, fuck it. I guess, you know, about time NASCAR. I've never been to a NASCAR I event. Was really, but, I've uh, been to one. Horrifyingly boring. It's super, really? but that's the thing. Like, it's got this super rednecky image, and I think getting rid of the Confederate flag will it's a big step. Bold statement yeah. by them. I was really surprised they did Oh, it. I was too. But yeah, that is, that is pretty shocking. Kind of proud of you, uh, yeah. NASCAR, for sure. 
I saw a picture of someone on the internet that was wearing, it was a, a guy who was holding a Confederate flag, but he was wearing in a shirt with an American flag and it said like America, love it or leave it. And like the irony of him holding the Confederate flag when they left the Except union. They left it, yeah. Right. So th- it's just funny because people in the South are so attached to this. Heritage not hate, brother. Yeah, but it's this. But what the thing represents is someone against America, literally. Yeah. So, which cool. I mean, I I understand, I guess it means something to them now, but I can understand why a black person would be like, yeah, that that kind of makes me feel comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I'm not really down with the stars and bars. Yeah, I get it. Uh, uh, Everyone, it's like all these, uh, Neil Brennan had a a good bit about all these white people waking up to racism. It's like, oh man, racism is real, it exists. And their favorite rapper is also Kendrick Lamar. And you're like, have you not been listening? (laughs) Uh, I've been rewatching Lost, and uh, Alex, who's Ben's daughter, well, really, it's the French woman's daughter if we want to get technical, but uh, in the later seasons, there's a flashback where she's, like, in the real world, and she's got a backpack, and it's got the fucking Confederate flag, like a patch on her backpack. I was like, whoa, that's an interesting choice, Lost. Like, I don't, I don't know why they did that, but... It's big in the military. I think the military is going to be next to be like, hey, don't put that... Well, the on. Marines already... Yeah, the, the Marines yep. did. Yeah. I thought I heard yep. that. Which is, once again, huge, because now that's a that's a government agency stating that we will not tolerate this. You will be... Isn't it crazy that fired. we think this yeah. is huge? We, we, we just pretty much said, hey, this, this, this symbol of fucking racism and awfulness towards your people we're, we're we'll go ahead and not fly that anymore like that's a huge deal that's it's, it's only taken ca- it's kind of fucking sad actually years yeah yeah the first the first to go was dukes of hazard they took that off the air yep because of the general lee which yeah. is kind of a fucked up name for a car too generally yep robert, robert I also, e lee i also like them throwing all the statues in the rivers yeah i saw that in england they, they Hell threw that yeah. slave trader or whatever in England. I don't think they, they haven't taken them down here yet, though, have they? They're they said they're going to. to yeah, but, yeah, they started to. Well, some t- some got started by uh, people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Christopher Columbus uh, got beheaded somewhere. Oh shit! Yeah, I I, I don't want to say anything that. about the people statue. Yeah, he you know, he does. But I I've always kind of wanted to be a part of toppling a statue. Hell yeah! Looks I think so that'd be cool. fun. Oh, like when they took down Saddam, like back in the yeah, day. Like everyone cool. put, like everyone's head tied usually a rope kind of falls him. off first or something from the weight and the stuff. Yeah, I don't know. It looks like it'd be fun. You get drunk and hey, let's go throw a statue. I think that's the one thing about Kansas City is I don't think there are any. Now don't quote me on this. I don't. Remember they're, any? Super they're talking about renaming J.C. Nichols. Well, yeah, they should. J.C. Nichols was a horrible person. They're gonna they're they're gonna name it after. But I'm talking about statues. Like I don't think we have any. We got that statue a... of the Indian overlooking the city, which I don't think is bad. The oh, Native the American, scout. yeah, the scout. I don't know, necessarily think that's problematic. I don't think it is. No, but I'm just I saying like we don't have any like we don't have any Confederate general statues. Oh yeah, or, yeah. yeah. Well, we yeah. were a split state. Still, people did mark up the World way. War One memorial one time though, but that's Kansas City specific. We don't need to get into that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we'll go ahead and get this party started. <laughs> yeah, let's fucking rage. The movie we are doing today is Three Thousand Miles to Graceland, or as I put it on my note sheet, Three TM TGL. More like Three Thousand Hours to the end of this movie. Release date was <laughs> February twenty third, two thousand and one. Directed by Damien Lichtenstein. Ulrich von Lichtenstein. Before this, I didn't recognize anything he did before or after this. Before this, he did movies called Lowball and The Company. After this, he did a movie called Venus in Vegas and Undateable John. <laughs> All right. I, I don't know what that is, but I kind of want to see I'm it I'm surprised now. he didn't get more directing gigs. This movie fucking rules. No, I, I can understand why he didn't. Yeah, nope. I, not that I hate this movie or anything, but I, I can, I can understand. see why he didn't work anymore. I can't wait till we get to the budget. I've been wondering. It's got to be huge. It's got to be a huge budget. It's not that big. Yeah. We'll see. yeah. Cast. The costumes alone. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to take a second to talk about the cast because this is the best cast movie ever. Everyone is in this movie from the 2000s. Everyone. You've got the big four. Kurt Russell as Michael Zane. Kevin Costner as Murphy. Doesn't have a first name or if that is first name. I don't know. Courtney Cox as Sybil Wangro and David Kay, that little shit, as Jesse Wangro. Honorable mention. Kevin Pollock, oh, Dimitri, David Arquette, Gus, Thomas Hayden Church, Quigley, Howie Long as Jack, Bokeem Woodbine, Loki, the best performance in the movie. Bokeem, yeah, I wrote his name down. It's like, Bokeem's in it. As Franklin, Christian Slater as Hanson, John Lovett as Jay Peterson, and Ice-T as Hamilton. Hamilton. That's a sweet name. Yeah. Oh, I did it before the musical, bitch. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
<laughs> we've and we just move on from there. We've been podcasting together too long. <laughs> All right, so we've gone over Kurt Russell's um, videography, vid- filmography, filmography on prior pods. So I have some fun facts about him. He played professional baseball at Double A level. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, went to high school and graduated with Michael Richards. Or wait, yeah, Michael Richards. Uh, uh, Kramer. Kramer. Huh. He is a card carrying NRA member. Sounds right. And was originally supposed to play Martin Riggs before Mel Gibson. Oh, in the Lethal Weapon movies? Yep. And last but not least, he provided the voiceover for Elvis in Forrest Gump. Cool. Oh, very nice. So I want him to be my grandpa. Yeah, I, I fucking love Kurt Russell. I think him we said and Goldie Hahn would be the best grandparents of all time. Yeah. And they're like they're like one of the only Hollywood love stories or couples that, you know, they're it, still yeah. together. You think they fuck around on each other, though? No. Hey, probably. No. It's a Hollywood thing. No. I don't think they fuck around on each other. They might have, like, an agreement or something, though. No. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Now that they're older, probably not, though. But back in the day, probably. Kurt Russell's still pumping out loads, that guy, bro. That guy still fucks. Yeah. He's a good-looking man. Um, yeah, I used to is. like the movie Overboard a lot when I was growing <laughs> up. And so that's hilarious. so I've kind of always loved Kurt Russell. The new one with Anna Ferris is garbage. I refuse to see it. Yeah, I don't remakes see are it. generally not great. Yeah, I mean, look, gender did, reversal and all that we did stuff the Baywa- too. We did the Baywatch. That one was remake. good. I liked Baywatch. I enjoyed Baywatch. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. All right, Kevin Costner. <laughs> we also went over his filmography in a different pod, so this will just be more interesting information. He was voted most erotic male by the readers of the German magazine Amica. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. This Amica is Kevin Costner's the most erotic male. <laughs> Kevin Costner, Max Erotica. His, yeah. He had a full frontal nudity scene uh, in For Love of the Game, but it was cut due to test audiences laughing at it. Due to testes. <laughs> oh well. They were laughing at his testes. Yeah. So maybe he's got. Maybe he has a small dick. That's probably what it is. Test. Hey, one time my dad was taking me to school and I had a test. He's like, "Good look, good luck on your test." Tickles. And I was like, "What?" <laughs> Testicles. <laughs> but funny name. Funny, funny, funny thing. It's a classic. Dad you, joke. You, yeah. You've kind of got your hipster mustache working today, where it's kind of spiraling. Dude, I out. need to. I'm out of control right now. I need to I go to it. the. You look like the Monopoly man. <laughs> I'll take that. Hey, and we've got a camera, so hopefully we'll be able to show you. Yeah, you just need a monocle and a top hat. I keep bringing it up, so one of these days you'll actually see some of the footage. <laughs> He oh, is a member of the Delta Chi fraternity. Yeah, Kevin Del- Costner, I knew that. Delta Chi. I think we brought that up because you're a Delta Chi too, aren't you? I was my freshman year of college, yes. It's not Chi. Delta Chi. Delta Chi. <sighs> D-E-L-T-A-K-I-A. Delta Chi, Delta Chi, Delta Chi. Hey. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> Kevin Costner has never made a sequel to any of his films. That sounds accurate. He refuses to do it. Well, if they fucking make the Waterworld sequel like I want him oh to, oh my then god, maybe it'll it would happen. be so amazing. He's hmm. doing TV now. He is. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, it's a good show it's on though. the Paramount Network. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we both go. Yeah. Yeah. This is the third Costner movie we've done, right? Yep. 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 <laughs> so, Kevin Costner, Sly Stallone, and Prince are the only actors to direct and star in a film and also win a Razzie. Fun fact. All right. <laughs> okay. Courtney Cox. Before this, known for Ace Ventura, Scream 1 through 3, and Friends. Yep. After this, known for Scream 4 and a show on TV called Cougar Town. And a botched plastic surgery job. She, I'm just going to say it. She had, we'll address the elephant in the room there. She does look a little different now than she used to. Yeah. She used to be so cute. I wish, yeah, I'm just saying to any of you ladies out there, you're so beautiful. Don't put plastic in your face. Definitely not in your face. You can yeah. put it in your boobs, your ass, wherever yeah. else you want. Just not your face. Unless it's like a plastic dildo or something. You put that in your face, slap it around. Oh. Going to cut that? Yeah, <laughs> got too this far took on a that turn. one. David K. Before this, he was in the movie Legends of the Fall, that Brad Pitt picture. Never seen it. I haven't seen it either. It's I don't like period pieces. We've had this discussion, yeah. and you're wrong. Yeah. And after this, he was in Super Baby, Baby Geniuses 2, and a lot of TV. Oh, Baby Geniuses 2, great movie. All right, net worths. I've never seen the second one. Two chains. We only have two to do because we already have done Costner and um, Russell. Don't remember, though. We'll start with David K. Who's David K? He's the kid? He's the kid. Uh, 250000 He's going to be a range between one and five million. He's one and five million, yes. yes. Uh, we've done net worth enough now. I, I could. So what? I, I'm sorry, I missed what you said that he had done before. 
Like, he went on to do One other movie. shit. Legends of the Fall, before That's this, it. he was pretty young. After this, the only thing I recognized was Super Babies, Baby Geniuses 2. Okay. He looked familiar to me somewhat, but oh well. A lot of TV spots, guest yeah. spots on television. You've probably seen him on some shows. Uh, anyway. Courtney, uh, Courtney Cox. 10 mil. Seven, nah, France money. 7.5 mil. I'm going to say $50 million. $120 million. Yeah. Jesus. Friends, Friends syndication done her good. Yeah. Friends is a garbage show. I'm putting it on the record now. You like Chuck Lorre shows. How can you say Friends is garbage? Friends is garbage. <laughs> I, I, they're all terrible humans, and none of them could ever afford where they're living. Yeah, that was we had this discussion with Calvin where we were talking about the whitish or blackish, all those in mixed-ish all those things. He's like, I was like, there's no whitish, you know. I was like, yeah. nah, Friends was whitish. It's called Friends. Seinfeld. Yeah. Uh, fucking Caroline in the City. How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, so it's funny. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Funny name. Caroline in the City. It was Leah Thompson. This was funny. It was a good show. Yeah, I remember that show. Leah Thompson. She's very hot. Very hot. Specs and deets. Oh, Specs and deets. Let's start with the runtime of 125 minutes. A little long. I like it. So it doesn't bother long. me. It does not bother me. You bitched about Waterworld for three weeks. Yeah, Waterworld was long. It's the same runtime. Yeah, but Waterworld's way less interesting. No, no. Okay, <laughs> we're not going to get into that. They both got Kevin Costner. They do. They do, they do indeed. <laughs> the budget on this film was $62 million. Opened at $7.1 million. Not shocking <laughs> at all. $62 how, With million. this cast, how do not... More people go see this. Because people go, 3,000 miles to Graceland, that sounds terrible. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, fucking, what's up with the bad CG scorpions at the beginning? Then? It's like, great. It's fantastic. Dude, they they used the last the 20 end, bucks the ones, of their budget for that. And then in the end, one of the metal scorpions. Dude, one yeah. of them is Kevin Costner. One of them is fucking oh, I get Kurt it. Russell. And there's two scorpions yeah, duking it out in the desert. It was unnecessary. Two scorpions duking it out, bro. And they got that was that like 10 s- minutes of scorpions fighting. They've got that second-rate Incubus song playing in the background. It's fucking great. Dude, the music in this was bad. We'll get into it, but... We will. They should have done more Elvis songs. It grossed... Right? 15 million... Uh, it grossed 15 million domestically, 18 million worldwide. So it did Fuck. not It did not make its cost. Lost like $50 million. Lost a lot of money. <laughs> more like 30, but yeah. What, what was it? 65? 62. 62 oh, million man. grossed 18. That sucks. That's pretty bad. That's not good for them. Plot keywords. Number one, Elvis impersonator. Yep. Number two, sex scene. Fair enough. Number three, cartoon reality crossover. I think that's for the Scorpions. <laughs> okay. Because at, at, at the beginning, it goes from like a digital Scorpion to a real Scorpion and the movie starts. Yeah. And Maybe squashed. But if I was looking up plot keywords, looking for a cartoon movie like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and this popped up, I'd, I'd be pretty disappointed. Yeah, there's no cartoon people. Yeah, well, I keep waiting for fucking Elmer Fudd to show up. It, it just happens at the beginning, and then Where's it's Jessica done. Where's Jessica Rabbit? Yeah. Number Oops. four, theft. Number five, bare-chested male. Bare-chested male. All right. Yeah. I mean, I think like, Kurt Russell took his shirt off a couple times. Yeah. Well, fuck. He he looked real good. His wife beaters were super fancy. I tell you that. Stop bullets. Oh, yeah. Well, that was actually just... A, I know. I know. But they look like wife beaters. That's what they look like. Sometimes, most of the time, they're black, I feel like, though. Probably, but... Yeah, right. I agree. They, but, like, they, I, still they look, look better like, black, too. The look white like ones the look best. lame. No. The white ones look like those lame life jackets that the people who were on the Titanic wore. <laughs> Fucking losers. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dead losers. Well, some of them survived. Y'all are the worst. Like a hundred oh, years ago. Only if you if were If we rich. can't laugh about it now, when can we? <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> 1912, tagline, there was one, and it's crime is king. Yeah, baby. I don't hate that because, you know, it's got the Elvis, it's got the, anyways. Yeah, oh, I like it. Most good, baby. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> All right, now it's time for the canopsis that Keenan wrote five to seven minutes ago. Please give us your canopsis, Cannabis Keenan. All right, uh, Kurt Russell and Kevin Costner team up to dress like Elvis, baby, and rob a casino in Vegas. But like any other movie, the shit hits the fan and their team falls apart, pitting Costner and Russell in a struggle for the cash. Courtney Cox is in this movie pre-surgery, so that's pretty good. And then throw in some CGI scorpions and not enough Elvis music, and you have the makings for 3,000 miles to Graceland. I liked it. Pretty good. You you undersold it. I know you were unsure, but it was great. Shortened to the point that time. Yeah. 
I especially agree with the not enough Elvis music. Yeah, that bothered me. There, it, the first like 20 minutes is Elvis, and then they just stop. Well, now it's time for the Real Buzz Rundown, where we can talk about <laughs> aspects of that okay. in further detail. Let's get into this it. This is the portion of the podcast where we talk about what we like, what we disliked about the movie, what we changed, what we wouldn't change. Caitlin, we'll start with you. Okay. <clears throat> I did not hate this movie, but I did not oh. enjoy it. I liked certain things, but a lot of it could have been cut out to make it less than two hours. What would you cut out? I cut out both sex scenes. I would cut out half of the driving. My Wrong. God, nobody cares. Wrong. Oh, there's so much driving. Nobody cares. There was a lot of driving in it. Well, a lot of those driving scenes were for character development and plot exposition. We don't need care. This this a cops and robbers movie. You don't need character development. No, it's like a robbers and robbers with cops kind of aside. Robbers and robbers. I, I see where you're going with it. Yeah. But you also see where I'm coming from. Like they're they. You don't need character development. Uh, like, I, I, I can understand focusing on Kurt Russell and Courtney Cox and their kind of weird dynamic, but um, Kevin Costner had no character development. I don't need to see him driving. See, Oddly I think enough, they tried I dis- to make him yes, have... I at disagree the, at with the you. very end, when he tossed the money to the kid, yes, maybe. Oh, I also think when he's, like, standing up for it, because Christian Slater wants to take Bokeem Woodbine's money or whatever, and oh, yeah. uh, he's like, We're, well... He might be dead, but we're giving that to his family or whatever. He yeah, says. there's this like, little. Yeah, that's that's a decent human being. There's but then he shoots. But then Christian he shoots Slater, them. Yeah. yeah, no, there's no. That's that's the weird thing about Kevin Costner's character. The the dichotomy. The ugh, I can't talk today. Dichotomy. The dichotomy of his character is like there was this weird wrinkle that they didn't really explore where he was a Vietnam vet, and that's why he was so passionate about trying to save Bokeem Woodbine's life. But then uh, once he couldn't, he was just like fuck him and threw him out of the helicopter. It, they didn't really explore that aspect of his character very much i think they could have and it would have been cool uh, but it, i gave also his character would have been more so dimension. much longer there would have been so much more i like that I'll, I'll watch a three-hour version of this no, movie you won't. <laughs> i'll do it i won't <laughs> i will sign up for it um the other thing going off of uh his background did you guys notice that he tried to sue elvis's estate because he was thought he was his son yeah that's kind of a big aspect in the film i mean it's one of the biggest plot points he, i know but that's like they they just gloss over it like that's it no they 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 pointed out. It's uh, David Pollock and them. Is, is that what you guys are talking about? Yeah, Thomas that's Hayden the Church. guys. They yeah. bring it up. Yeah. In the short for this movie that came out before the movie did, it also explains that Kurt Russell was one of the, the – so they said a bunch of people sued saying that they were related to Elvis and only two cases uh, held water. One of them was Kurt Russell and the other one was Kevin Costner. Oh, ah, okay. So I wish they would have put that in the movie because then it makes it seem like they are both Elvis's illegitimate children. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool, but they also obviously aren't. Because, like, in the end, Kurt Russell's like, oh, my dad left me this boat. Okay. Yeah. I, His dad could have been Elvis. I hated the fucking end of the movie. It just kind of ends. And then it's like, uh, what's that one like fucking the song? All tied up, happy ending. <laughs> yeah, he's got the broken arm on the boat. Hey, Kurt Russell's smiling. It's kind of cool. It gives that Kurt Russell. <laughs> it's just an ending you know would never happen in real life. It's and just swim through your veins like, like a fish in the sea. Like that song starts playing. I was like, what the fuck? This whole, like, it, this movie obviously wasn't set in the year it was made, and yet all the music selections. It was set in the year 1997. I read that. came out in 2001. Yeah, the setting that, is 1997. The because music is definitely 2000s. 20 well, years yes. after Elvis's death. Okay. Yeah, the music was not very good in it, though. No. I will say that. It, it seems like, I mean, for a $63, 65000000 million budget or whatever the hell, they didn't spend a lot of money on the music, I don't feel like. Yeah, but did you catch, they did uh, They did some cool things with the music, too. Did you catch the ending song? With what? I mean, like, like the Russell end credits? Singing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. It was, was it, it was Elvis singing a Sinatra song. Which is callback to when David Arquette's in the car oh, talking yeah, about yeah. who would who would win in a fight, Sinatra or yeah, I do have that. Old down. Blue Eyes or uh, the King. Yeah, I do have that written down. It it comes full circle. It does. There. So I they did that cool with the music. I like Elvis singing my yeah. way at the end. Yeah, I liked their Elvis costumes a lot. Yeah, they look good. They were amazing. I'm sure that's where half the budget went for this. Yeah, movie. they were good. I'm just gonna throw it out there though. Did you notice Bokeem Woodbine's dick? No. no. Oh man, his dick is prevalent. Oh, like it. Like his bulge. bulge? Yeah, it's like, Jesus Christ, Bokeem. He was also in a very Bokeem be packing, man. He's packing heat. 
Yeah. He's packing that big old cock. I was watching it with someone, and she said the same thing. She was like, do you think they put him in yellow on purpose? I was like, why? Because it's like a banana? <laughs> and she was like, no, it just like bright colors. I was like, oh, Accents okay, I guess. The penis. But, yeah. Maybe, maybe that was in Bo Keem's contract. He's like, all right, we're doing Elvis costumes. If we're doing onesies. Yellow really accentuates my dick very yeah. nicely. <laughs> I'm going to get half chubbed up. I'm going out there on set. Fuck you guys. I'm showing it off. No, they're probably like, hey, Bokey, you chubbed that thing up before? He's like, no, I'm pretty flaccid, bro. It doesn't get much smaller than this. Let's get a fluffer. All right, Caitlin, please continue. Um, What else? Oh, I like that Kurt Russell's character is obviously actually super into Elvis and like signs the record and is like doing the moves in the elevator. Well, yeah, that, that's why I thought it was funny. He also did the voiceover of Elvis on Forrest Gump. So he can do an Elvis. Oh, yeah. He did a great Elvis. In this I movie. might be stepping on tipsy trivia, but he played Elvis before. Yeah, he, he did. I didn't put that in trivia, though. Okay, yeah. He also... Like back in, no, he didn't play he, Elvis. He acted, he acted with, Elvis. with Elvis. Oh, that's what it was. He Someone was in an Elvis doesn't movie. read trivia. What? He was in an Elvis movie. Yeah, that's yeah, what it was. He acted with Elvis. But I think he did play Elvis in something once, too. If you Just this the movie. voiceover. Well, fair the, enough. The voiceover for... Okay. But yeah, Forrest shout out to Gump. Kurt Russell. And Elvis. And Elvis. Um, I don't know. It was just a really long movie. I had to watch it in two parts. Um... Uh, yeah. Everyone dies. The end. Okay. <laughs> All right, Keenan. What do you got? Um, well, I did say the metal metal scorpions at the beginning of the movie really set the fucking stage for what this movie is going to be. You guys shit on that. I thought that was dope. Like some rock ass yeah. music and these metal it's, scorpions. It's, yeah, it's that it's second like, rate Incubus band playing in the background. Here we go, Goodbye. baby. And, you know, it's fucking these scorpions duke it. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Very, very like 98.9 The Rock. Very two, uh, very early 2000s yeah, type stuff. Um, but then I wrote Kurt Russell is a fucking badass because he just is. He still looks the same. And I have a funny little story about Kurt Russell. Not oh, like, please. Not about Kurt Russell, really. But um, so my parents, friend, first off, my dad, big Elvis fan. Um, so I, I like watching this movie. I bet he would have loved this that. movie. He, he did love this movie. Woo! Yeah. Um, but speaking of my parents, they had friends. Um, we They weren't really my aunt and uncle, but we'd call them you know, sure. Uncle Chuck. And Uncle Chuck back in the 80s, 90s, I guess, used to look exactly like fucking Kurt Russell. And uh, I've seen pictures like he looked exactly like fucking Kurt Russell. That's so awesome. He said that there's been a couple times in his life. That guy probably got younger, laid more than the mattress. <laughs> probably so. Yeah, well, I'll ask him for you. But he said there's a couple times in like the 90s people would come up to him at places and be like, you're fucking Kurt Russell. And he'd be like, yes, I am. And just take <laughs> pictures with him and sign I would do that too. So he said there's multiple people out there that think they've met Kurt Russell when really they've just met my Uncle Chuck. That's so a, that's, that's hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious. Um, but yeah, and Kurt Russell still looks the fucking same. We already kind of talked about that. But uh, he did, yeah, he's, he's aged remarkably well. Yeah. I mean, he, he's in the Fast and Furious movies looking a little old nowadays. But, you know, he's still looking he's a little still, weathered. He's still doing it. Um, I thought that the last chance motel was clever. <laughs> clever little name for uh, all this Elvis stuff. Convention. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Bokeem Woodbine. That was their uh, low key greatest acting name ever. What Bokeem Woodbine? Bokeem Woodbine. Is that not his real name? For for sure it is. Oh, okay. Just fantastic name. Yeah. Fa- yeah. Doesn't have to be for a great acting. acting name. It's just a great name. Sorry, that's what I meant. It's a great name. <laughs> Uh, Loki, greatest name of all time. Do, do you think, like, what do, what do his friends call him? Like, ah, I'm Bo Keem, but my friends call me... Keem. Keem, you think? Or Bo. Bo, Bo. It's probably Bo. Probably Bo. Yeah. Or I wouldn't want to go by Bo, Bo Keem, because that's his name. Yeah, but every, no, one, no one wants to say Everyone's two Everyone's got nicknames, yeah. you know? Not me. I call you Kate all the time. Yeah, but most people call me Caitlin. Okay. I call you Katie. I've never done that once. <laughs> I've never heard you call her Katie. And it would be weird if you did. I'd be yeah, like, that's be, weird. <laughs> fuck you. Um, Keenan has two syllables. Yeah. They call me like Kenya and shit yeah. like that. That's also still two, which two syllables. Which is still two syllables. Yeah. It's, it's easier to it's say. Kenyan. Kenyan. Um, this movie makes me want to smoke cigarettes. Uh, as a former smoker, they're just chain smoking this entire time. I thought that like, exact same thing. I'm like, those black cigarettes that Kurt Russell's smoking, clothes. I kind of want to do it. Yeah. I, they make it look really fucking cool. This was back when smoking was cool, you know? It was the Bush years. Yep. Um, it was the Bush years. This was before we knew cigarettes were bad. Doctors were still telling us, you know, smoke a pack a day. It'll be good for you. I don't think in 2001 <laughs> they were still saying that, friends. Well, uh, believe the history that you want to believe, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's false news or whatever. Fake news. Fake news. Um, false news. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, fuck. Anyway, 
Uh, That's the, false relevant information. The king is taking out Frank Sinatra every day of the week if they get in a fist fight, is what I wrote down there. Uh, I don't know. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. There are only two types of people in the world who know Kung Fu, man. There's the Chinese Chinese the king. Look out, Meryl. Oh, but don't talk Kung Fu. Chinese the king, and I'm one of them. Look out, Meryl. <laughs> and that's, that's why Elvis is winning. It's because the Kung Fu. Frank Sinatra probably has his contacts and his Sina- boys, okay, but if it's Sin- one-on-one. If they're fighting, they're both in their prime. Frank Sinatra was a scr- like a scrappy kind of street was, guy. He was yeah. a, and he was, I think, bigger than the king. And he was involved with the mafia. Well, he just he was Italian, Robbie. That's a stereotype. No, no, no. He was actually involved with the mafia. Oh, okay, fair <laughs> enough. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I think that he's... But once again, one-on-one. You know, mafia, you usually bank on having backup and... Yeah. I'm not saying the mafia would be in the fight. I'm just We're saying it. put the gun in the toilet. You go get the toilet gun. That's a Godfather reference. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I, I think the King's winning. I don't know. I agree. Yeah. You're, you're going to stand up with Sinatra? It's going to be a close fight. I'm not a huge Sinatra guy anyway, though. I, I like Dean Martin more than Sinatra. I always have. Really? Yeah. Dean Martin's good, too. Dino Spumoni. Yeah. Dean, from Hey Arnold. Yeah. About to say that, too. He's Dean. He's the... the uh, it, Inspiration His real name's like Dino Dino's Paul Crocetti or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Dino, anyway. Dino Paul Wapadop Wap. Uh, I do like how Costner just got fucking pissed, though, and like turned around. He's like, who said, who said Sinatra's taking out the king or yeah, whatever? And how like, did he not know who said it? The taking out the king. There's only fucking four people in the car, and yeah. they all have very different voices. Yeah. Who I can't said wait that? To fucking shoot you later in it's this like, movie. It, it wasn't Bokeem Woodbine. Clearly, he has a much deeper voice. Yeah. Maybe he's hard of hearing from his time in Vietnam. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, moving along. Weird seeing Howie Long in this movie. That was kind of cool. That Look, was weird and out of place. He actually acted pretty well. I wanted more of him. Yeah. He, he wasn't bad for being like, he was I late guess with he was just helicopter. supposed to be his boy, right? Yeah, just as, like just a guy he knows who, who's a criminal yeah. who flies a helicopter. Probably from Vietnam and he was, days. And he was late. From his NAM days. And he was late. Yep. And he was supposed to bring a couple guys. But or were they early? Nice Maybe they were early. Maybe they, they pulled off the robbery too quickly. We don't know. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure they were like, where is he? Yeah, because they got it done too quickly. I don't know. Just a different take. Yeah, well, I don't know. Um, let's see here. During the tent scene about Franklin's money, so after Bokeem Woodbine dies, and, of course, they had to kill fucking Bokeem Woodbine. I'm dying, man. Yeah. I'm not going to make it. Like the one Elvis I was I really wish they wouldn't have made him look like a real bitch going out, though, because would. Bokeem Woodbine deserved better. Yeah, he did. But uh, it dawned on me, like, when they were talking about splitting up his money and Christian Slater and Kevin Costner going back and forth, I was like, holy shit, these two were brothers in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. And I hadn't yes. thought about yep. that until... They are. Yeah. Uh, so go listen to that episode, y'all. Um, <laughs> one note I did... So whenever uh, Thomas Hayden Church, Quigley, and them are first getting introduced, it's after the... They're going and they find all the bodies in the quarry or whatever, you know? Yeah. And they show up, and there's the one detective guy that's like, yeah, we got a 287 here and a couple dead bodies over here. Found two 45 slugs here and this and this. And I was just like... A warped 45 slug. Well, my whole thing was I was watching, I was kind of, you know, drunk and high, and I was like, I have no idea what the fuck he just said. Like, if I was a detective (laughs) showing up to the crime scene, they're like, we got all this going on. Can you slow down, man? Can you repeat yourself? Like, I'd be the worst fucking detective ever. Uh, That's probably why you aren't one. Yeah, goes without saying, I guess. <laughs> um, Especially because your shirt says stoner drug. <laughs> it <laughs> does say stoner drug. It's a store in Iowa. <laughs> it's a drug store in I Iowa. I know it is, but... Hamburg, Iowa, man. Oma the stoner drug. <laughs> That's, you, um, really, you really lean into that Jamaican accent, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's there's a lot of colors going on in the movie. Did you notice? It was almost like Breaking Badass. There was a lot of uh, yeah. greens. A lot of symbolism in the and colors. And then Sybil wearing purple a lot. And all the chicks kind of wearing purple a lot. Do you notice and the green Elvis walls costumes. all over the place. Kurt Russell had the white one on. Kevin Costner had the black one on. There you go. Good versus evil. <laughs> Bokeem had that yellow dick one on. Bokeem had that big-ass banana. Yeah. Oh. Um... There's a urinal fart in this movie. Did you guys catch that? I did. I thought it was super random. Oh yeah, it didn't it even need to be there. That kid, that kid's fucking up. First off, going to the middle uh, urinal. Yeah, you don't do that. No, There's no, no. three. You don't go to the middle urinal. There is clear urinal etiquette. Etiquette yeah. where you don't stand. If there's if there's one open, you don't go to the one that's right next to the guy. You go one yeah. between each. 
So the kid, by going to the middle one, kind of forced that guy to have to fart on him. Well, it, that guy it, that guy really launched a big old fart, though. It, it wasn't like a little one. <laughs> it was so, like, blatantly fart. Like, it would have been funny if they would have just had the guy start laughing. It was it was cartoony. <laughs> yeah. If he would have farted and be like, fuck you, kid. And the kid's just like, ugh, and runs away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the urinal fart, man, I, I died laughing whenever that happened. I definitely laughed at that, too. Um, I thought it was funny, too. Um, I'm just kind of going all over the place, but um, one of the parts where Sybil has kind of screwed him over. Sybil with a C. They think that she's dead, but then Kurt Russell finds her in the truck uh, trunk of the car. He's like, I got good news and I got bad news. Good news is your mom's in the trunk. Bad, bad news, news is, is she's, she's alive. alive. Like, oh. Because even the kid's pissed off at his mom at that point. She because just fucking she leaves him. Because she left him in a diner with a dude he doesn't know. Hey, she didn't leave him with a stranger. She left him with him. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah. This is a funny line. Like, I didn't leave him with a stranger. I left him with you. Who is he? He is a casino robbing. Who you fucked twice criminal. in two days? Yeah, I, I like her line where it's like, "It takes a little bit more than some smooth talking, a cup of coffee, to get in bed with me." To get the, me in the sack. The next thing you know, they're fucking headboards knocking. But it's a cup of coffee and a plate of chow. Yeah, a cup of coffee and a plate of chow. But then, yeah, next thing they're banging. But then it turns out she's running the grift on him, I guess, because she has her kids sneak in and steal the shit. Can we talk about that for a second? A little fucked up, right? That kid is entirely too comfortable walking in on his mom fucking a stranger to steal money. Well, then yeah. he must be doing a lot. Yeah. Right. So, psychologically, that kid is going to be fucked up. He's he going to be doing is. some weird shit, like, when he gets to puberty and starts having sex. He's going to like some weird mommy shit. Yeah. Probably. He's the guy who goes on Pornhub and drives up all the trend for all this incest shit. Yeah, ruining it for the rest of us. Yeah, man. I just want to see a hot chick in a scene. I don't want her to be my mom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Or my sister. Or, yeah, or my aunt or my cousin or anything. But it's like, I just just looking at thumbnails, I've clicked on enough links that have attractive women in them, but it turns out to be like a, a sister, brother, mommy, son thing where like that Pornhub feeds me that shit now. And I'm like, ew. Yeah. This is ruining it. Yeah, we got to go back to the days of the DVDs, I guess. Get away from this uh, incest. It's trend. too readily available. People like you can just whatever fucked up thing comes to your brain, you can type it into a search a bar and you can see it, and it's probably not good. I really like the uh, Pornhub videos I've heard of where it's like chick gets super wet, and then it's just a video of a chick like spraying herself down <laughs> with a hose or something. I like so I like the the names of the videos. They're all very they're just very descriptive of what's happening. Yeah, you know, like. Uh, <laughs> Escaping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just oddly specific. Yeah. Some of the comments are funny on porn videos, but anyway. Uh, I've, I've never read the comments. This is a great, I'm going to start doing that. Funny. It's pretty fucking funny. Oh, I'm going to start doing that for sure. Um, back on topic. Friends. Back on topic. Um, so the iced tea thing, I think I already kind of said it, but uh, Howie Long's like, you want firepower? I'll give you Hamilton. And uh, he's like, Kurt Russell, or Kevin Costner, he's like, I wanted more guys. I needed a couple guys. And he's like, he is a couple of guys. He is a couple guys. But then after Ice-T gets shot, I wrote, Ice-T just got chilled. <laughs> or put on ice. Even, whichever way you want to put it. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was good. I, it, was, it, was, it was one of those where I was on the fence of boo or applause. Okay. No, it was, it was I was on the fence. I'll take it. I'll take it. Ice-T's been Definite ch- boo. Ice-T's been put on ice. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of those two. There's, yeah, there's yeah, something yeah, yeah. to work there. Yeah. Ice T got mixed with lemonade, and now he's an Arnold Palmer. And that, that that would be that one's boo. gonna get a boo if we yeah, say it like boo. that would get a yeah. boo. Um, I, I did write down. There's a severe lack of Elvis in this movie after like the first 20 minutes, but then right as they I was all typing that, have his fucking hair in sideburns. I mean, I mean like the singing or the, the music. music. Oh, okay. I, I wish there was more Elvis stuff because it was cool when they had Elvis singing "My Way" at the end, and and during during shit. the heist, they're playing Elvis too. Yeah, and then but like all during the middle, it's just like shitty fucking, like you said, knockoff incubus, knockoff bands. I don't know that yeah, I had never well, heard of. So anyway, it's a second rate, but that's okay. Um, yeah, and then I li- I really liked the music video at the end. Uh, I thought that was fun. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, this uh, movie killed it. Kurt and Russell just lip singing to "It Was a Night." It was a really well. Yeah. So so yeah. the beginning and ending are both great. This movie starts off great and it ends great. That's what I'm saying. You could get rid of a lot of the middle there. And there's a movie in the middle. But yeah, overall, you know, I'd watch it again. I'm going to watch it again, I'm sure. Good stuff, good stuff. I have just a note or two. We'll start with... Two I, pages? Just yes, two pages, actually. I'm two afraid. pages. 
Oh, I could, so this would have been the perfect time for Courtney Cox. And so in the part of her career she's in, she's just kind of fresh off of Friends. This was the movie where she should have showed her tits. I knew that's what you were going to say. How did you know I was going to say that? Uh, just right when you said, it would have been a good time in Courtney Cox's career. I knew that's what It would have been the perfect time. And she, I, she just doesn't do it. I can't disagree with you. And she was, you know, putting out some thirsty vibes in this. I know it could have changed acting, her but... whole career arc if you think about it. She shows her tits. Directors want to work with her more. And <laughs> <laughs> she's getting she's getting better movie offers. You two are pigs. Yes, uh, that's. I didn't true. say it. I, I just. Okay. I, Robbie. Yeah, I will admit that. I, that all was, I'm saying piggish. is, if she shows them, I was going to look at them. That's for sure. No. Okay, well, uh, moving on. I'd say hot take. I'd, you know. We had full frontal male nudity, not full frontal, or bare-chested man, not bare-chested, bare-chested men, woman. Yes. Rob. Sorry. 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 So this movie is essentially an Elvis Western. Yeah. Well, I can't It's kind of cool. Yeah. Like, that's two of my favorite things from American culture. Westerns, Elvis. What about period pieces? You don't like period pieces, though. This isn't a period piece. But no, but Westerns are. are. Oh, okay. I make an exception for westerns. Okay, I really enjoy westerns. Okay, I don't full, I, of, full of contradictions, friend. Well, I, I'm more. It's more of those like medieval movies. I don't like. I don't like Game of Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones is amazing. Um, and A Knight's Tale is one of the best movies. Yeah, ever don't made. like A Knight's Tale. I don't like period pieces. Knight's Tale is good. It's boring because I just think it sounds fucked up. I just think about all I can focus on is like, what did they do for fun back then? That. they jousted and stuff. And That's what hung they did. Out. That dude so, went on adventures. That's real lame. You're real lame. It's real boring. What do you do for fun? This? Yeah. Sit at home. Yeah. Well, Think of it like this. A lot of them d- wouldn't have had access to water, so they were just drinking fucking beer all the all time the back time. then. Uh, that sounds kind of gross. That's what you do now. I drink water, too, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a shortage of water. I mean, you go right. to the stream. You're drinking Miller Lite, so there's uh, a lot of water in that. The first, so people get on me for drinking so much Diet Mountain Dew. The first ingredient in Diet Mountain Dew is carbonated water, so it's it's got well, water in it. There you go. There you go. I think that's probably like any soda, though. Yeah, probably. First or, ingredient in my Corona Salsa is carbonated water. Yeah. <laughs> so David Arquette had a, a bunch of great one-liners in this movie. There's a version of David Arquette's career where he becomes a more successful leading man. He It's really funny. He was good in this. Uh, I thought um, he would have been married to Courtney Cox at this time, right? Or yep. around this time? Yeah. Because she wasn't Courtney Cox Arquette, though, in the credits, well, was she? She never I, I will. I refuse to answer that oh. question on advice from my attorney about Tipsy Trivia. Okay. Well, fair enough. But, um, yeah, I, he was good in, what's that fucking movie with uh, Drew Barrymore, where he's her brother? Never Been Kissed. Yeah. Ever seen yeah, that? yeah. He's good in that. James Franco's in that movie. Is it? Yeah, he's like one of the... Cool kids or whatever. Yep. <laughs> That's a decent movie. So That's a guilty pleasure movie for me. One of the other one-liners we haven't talked about on Mike yet is, what's the smartest thing to come out of a woman's mouth? <laughs> Einstein's cock. <laughs> it's, it's a great line. Uh, it's funny. It's a funny joke. It's, it's okay. You think Einstein got laid a lot? I don't know. See, that's what I was thinking, too. You think Einstein was out there getting fucking blowjobs left and so. right? I don't think I, w- I would wager Einstein never got a blowjob. Oh, man. That's kind of fucked up to think about. He's, I mean, he's that's really sad. smart, and he, he, he comes off to me as asexual. Probably. Well, he is asexual man. Uh, Boo. Yeah. Next no. thing I... Uh, Mo- moving on. Next he was thing a I, nerd. Yeah, right, but he was too involved in, like, math and shit to get, like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he was banging the mathletes. Yeah, well, okay. Hillary Clinton's of the world. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing I have is Howie Long, baby! Yeah, NFL Today. Love Howie Long. Howie Long's great in this movie, too. Yeah, he was good. We have some tipsy trivia about him, so I won't say what I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, this is this is one of my favorite cast of any movie we've watched. The casting, the chemistry, and the combination of the cast was fantastic. There isn't anyone I don't love in the main cast. I love everyone. There's no one like I would recast this person. It was cool seeing Thomas Hayden Church. That guy always cracks me the fuck up. I mean, yeah, he's Ever since George of the Jungle. He's a prestigious. <laughs> oh, that's right. He was in that too. He's a pretty prestigious actor now. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Killer Joe? It's kind of a fucked up movie. Yes, it's uh, a very fucked up movie. Yeah. Gina Gershon shows full bush in that movie. Yeah, it, but it's a super fucked up movie. But he's pretty funny in that movie yep. as just kind of the reluctant dad, just going along with shit. <laughs> he's kind of cheated on. He's kind he's of a dick, like, but yeah, he's and a loser, and then he just yeah. hangs out with his wife's or his girlfriend's kid. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's 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 Killer Joe is a very interesting movie. Yeah, it's it's I think a good McConaughey performance. Matthew McConaughey performance. It is a very disturbing movie. You see Gina Gershon's Bush in the first five minutes of the movie. McConaughey kind of like 
rapes that underage chick. Yeah, it, it gets I, real dicey. Yeah, I, I don't have, know if he's. It, She's, really is she good? underage, though? I think she's 18. I think it, it, she's supposed to be somewhat kind of He's a young. real... Well, yeah. 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 She, I'm Joe he's Cooper. He's a real fucking creep. Joe Cooper. Yeah, he is. A real fucking creep. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Killer Joe. So, Killer Joe, watch it. it. It's interesting. It's too heavy for this podcast, for sure. Oh, we don't 100%. need to break that movie down. Yeah, so when they're robbing the casino, how are none of the casino patrons noticing that they're handling massive assault rifles and large duffel bags they're just walking through like nothing's happening everyone's continuing to play no one notices they have massive assault rifles i mean when you're on a you're on a heater man you're not looking around checking out you know you're looking at your cards looking at the wheels i guess i mean there's a lot going on in a casino so maybe did it, did it give you oceans vibes at the beginning of the kind movie? of it's a but it's a much more violent oceans oh yeah and it's not as i i don't mean to say this isn't clever i mean oceans are just very Clever type movies. More like, fun-loving. We were really the SWAT team the whole time. Yeah. And, yeah, this is like, yeah, Bokeem Woodbine just got blasted in the elevator. Th- this is also, and I talked about this with you guys off mic, this is Kevin Costner's Lonzo from Training Day. This is his, in Denzel, where he played a villain. The only time in his career where he played a straight villain and, and a sociopath and a psycho, and it, it worked. I thought Kevin Costner did a great job. You know, he's kind of a villain in Mr. Brooks, too, but he's kind of the No, he's, he's, the an, he's an anti-hero. He's not a villain. Yeah. He's an anti-hero. That's I different. I like that movie, too. That movie's underrated. It's shit on too much. Yeah. Dan Cook is... It's not great, but it's a movie for what it is. It's better than it's rated. Like, it's better than what people think it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah, we already talked about the wrinkle in... Costner's character. He was hey, he was a medic in Vietnam. That's why he was so crazy about trying to save Bokeem Woodbine's life. But he's also a sociopath. And just fucking tosses that body. Maybe he's not a sociopath because you could tell he felt he wanted to save Bokeem Woodbine's life and he wasn't like... But then immediately when he's dead, he's just like, fuck him and kicks him out of the helicopter. But that seems like he's just angry about not saving him. Yeah, I, I don't know. know. When he's still alive, he's like, I can try to save him once he's dead. I guess he's just meat. You know, throw him out of the helicopter. So right before... Howie Long got gunned down. I was drunk when I wrote this, clearly. I'm like, Howie Long got a couple of sacks before he went down. Because <laughs> he played defensive end. Yeah, I mean, I get that part. Did he tackle people in it? I didn't see him tackle No, no, no. Him. He just got some, he, got, he killed some bitches. Okay, okay. He got some sacks. Yeah, there you go. I don't like it. Yeah, I was drunk Put when I wrote that. Put the bad bodies in the bag. Yeah, that's it was. Costner's it was, death is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, it's, it's Tony Montana style. <laughs> For <laughs> sure. <laughs> he's just looking in the mirror and he shoots himself in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. At one point, they're shooting him. He's facing forward, and then it cuts back to them shooting him, and then it cuts back to him, and he's just turned around completely, done a one eighty, and now he's shooting up in the air. His death was fucking. I died laughing. And it at was, that point. but that's when uh, Elvis was doing the Sinatra cover. Yeah, yeah, I did it my way, and he did it his way. That's true. They that, did great things with the music in this film. Didn't bust it into like some shitty metal song though. Yep. <laughs> well, once Get they started, scream! Yeah, once they started firing, it was like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a really cool moment with that Elvis song coming out and then just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also strange that a former associate would drop dime on Kevin Costner. That's not cool in the criminal world. There was the African-American gentleman that ran into him at the beginning. Yep. Oh, yeah. And he was just like, oh, yeah, I know him. That's Murphy. We did shit together, and this is where you can find him. It's like, why are you dropping dime? He like he volunteared to come in and give this information. Snitches get stitches. Well, because Murphy had knocked him down and broke his nose or whatever the fuck, so he's all pissed off. Yeah, the same guy who came in and ratted on Kevin Costner was also like, yeah, there was a lawsuit that was you know proclaiming that Elvis. What? Oh, I'm sorry. I was just pointing at the camera for the video feeds. I don't know. <laughs> so I was there like, was is something wrong. It was a black guy still. And he came in. He was like, yeah. There was a lawsuit that was supposed to be suing Elvis's estate for his uh, illegitimate children. And then he says, so naturally I came forward. <laughs> That's good. This man's very black. Yeah. There's just, there's no way. So that is a plot thing in this movie, right? They do talk about that. How yeah. People are not a Elvis lot, for, though. Yeah. Like four different times. I didn't pick up on it this time, but now that we're talking about it an hour into the podcast or whatever the fuck, I do remember that being a thing. Do you notice how Kevin Costner exchanged the used gum 
with the lady after she was blowing him in the car? Yeah, she put it in his mouth. Real gross. Real yeah, gross. Yeah, well, that whole thing was weird, too. So he goes to the gas station, just fucking kills that guy because he can tell he's a rapist, I guess. Yeah, blow, blow up the gas station. Blow up the gas station and then get blown. And then whatever happened to that little redhead chick? He just dropped her off, I guess. Yeah, no, remember? The, he, the, she gets on the back of the motorcycle and goes to Reno with the motorcycle. Oh, gang. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. It was all very weird. And she's carrying a container of bubble gum. I don't get it. Yeah, and then I, she shows a, up in the music video at the end. Here's the thing. Thing, that whole that whole thing could have been cut out. That was yeah, probably. But I think that was to try to show Kevin Costner like the dichotomy of his yeah, character. Like, like he's, he's, he's a standing psycho. up against race or rapists and racists and racists too. And uh, I would hope he doesn't just you know. I would hope he's not cool with racism. No, but uh, yeah, but he's really the bad guy in the movie. I don't know. It could have been cut out. It probably could have. Another weird line that the kid has it just it it kind of speaks to the odd relationship he has with his mother they're in the diner and he says my mom's jealous of that waitress she's got bigger boobs than my mom like what <laughs> yeah, what the fuck thing. dude that he just he has the, the amount of sexual i don't know thoughts or situations this kid's put in with his mother is just, it just the, he casually mentions these sexual things about his mother it's very very weird yeah. Put it this way, if she if anyone from DFS knew about that, he would be in foster care. Yeah, I think part of it is to show that she's kind of fucked up to like she's obviously a bad mom uh doing that stuff. What? She's not Straight a bad up. mom. Yes. Uh no way. Yeah, I What's think so. Kid put scorpions in jars. Let's do this real quick cuz I fucking hate most kids in movies and TV shows, you know? Uh where would you rate this kid? Like, I don't know. This kid wasn't as bad as say the daughter from Homeland, if you know what I'm talking about, or uh, or the uh, the little shit from uh, what was that terrible movie you guys made me watch with uh, Rivers Edge? That's the one. Yeah, he's so he's like the worst, right? Yeah, that he's fucking like a kid. ten. Yeah, Tim is Tim from Rivers Edge is easily the worst child. Yeah, he's like then, a ten. Then you got the chick from Napoleon Dynamite and Waterworld. She's not very good either, but she's not bad necessarily. She's like, she's like a two. I didn't have any problems with her. Yeah, yeah. where, like where does zero. this kid she's rank zero. in the shitty kid ranking? Pretty high. Probably seven, six. six, seven. I'm gonna go like seven point four. Seven I put, four. I, I put him at a six. It's it's also a product of his environment type thing. Yeah, and I didn't hate this kid as much as I hate fucking like Anakin Skywalker. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> yeah. Why? Okay, can we talk about the, the? If you want to cut a scene, here's a scene you can cut. That weird part where he's in Jackpot, Nevada, and he just gets into a duel with that officer that, for no reason I know of, is driving a 50s-era police cruiser. Yeah, that was weird. But I, I liked the shootout. I don't know. I do kind of like it. It's I, like you said, it's an Elvis Western, and that yeah, was very Western. Very western But there's but it was five minutes of that cop spinning his gun around. Yeah, but there's no explanation as to why this cop just knows, oh, we're going to have a duel. We're going to... Dude, this the old, like, what the fuck? If you pull over a car like that and you see that dude get out of the car, you're like, you know oh, you're I'm about to draw at, down. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin yeah. Costner kind of you know looked a little fucking crazy at. in this. Yeah, Those sideburns especially. Yeah, They almost go to his lip. Yeah, they remind me of Joe Dirt. I like that he was, like, balding, too, though. That was uh, yeah, He embraced his widow's peak. Yeah. And wrote down, showdown from the gunfight reinforces the Elvis Western. So, yep. yep. There you go. Oh, damn, John Lovitz. John Lovitz just has a quick five minutes in this movie. Before he gets shot with an arrow. Why is every wallet, like every wallet this kid steals has like $1,100 in it? So he's, he's really lucky. Yeah, he stole, they were out of money and they couldn't get gas. So he steals a guy's wallet in the gas station. And this wallet just happens to be flush with hundreds. Just like Kurt Russell's was flush with, like every wallet he steals has $1,100 in it. Yeah, who carries that much cash? No one. Right? Well, maybe back in 01 people did. Yeah, I no, guess. I don't think anyone ever carried that much cash around for fun. Yeah. I, w- I would be paranoid the entire time if I had that much Although, cash. Although, like, Kurt Russell, having that much cash in his wallet makes sense because he just got out of jail. That's yeah. fair. So that was probably his personal effects when he went in. Did you notice that at the beginning of the movie uh, with the scorpions and the symbolism, uh, the kid puts a scorpion in, like, a glass jar or something like that? Yeah, right at the beginning. So he then he's kind of, like, yeah. trapped or whatever in the thing. <laughs> and then that scorpion stings. I'm not sure that totally plays. Yeah, I don't know. But it's a scorpion in a glass jar or something like that. No. <laughs> the most I the the hardest I laughed during the whole movie was when Kevin Costner was filling out that magazine um, questionnaire. Oh, and yeah. the question is, have you ever wanted to have sex with a man? He goes, no. And then he goes, have you ever had rough sex with a man? And he checks, yes. <laughs> been in jail. Yeah. What happens in jail stays in jail. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so. I've been to prison. <laughs> 
That's Charlie Murphy. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Yeah. He died too young. Pneumonia, too. Another weird one. Yeah. Also, when they're ditching the, the fire engine red 50s-era Cadillac in the middle of the day mm, on a public car. boat ramp, no one sees this? Yeah. I don't know. It's I a didn't great care. car. It just seems like a, it's a nice it, car. It seems like a, a weird time to, I don't know. <laughs> I, that didn't bother me. <laughs> Ice tea's jelly sandwich line is funny. I don't know if I caught it. I, I was pretty drunk at this time. I just wrote down, takes the jelly sandwich. Like, you want a jelly sandwich? Like, yeah, I'll have a jelly sandwich. <laughs> I don't know. It's still a weird life, right? He's got seven lines in the whole movie, and that's one of them. It was funny when he showed up. Fucking iced tea. It's time for Tipsy Trivia. This is the portion of the podcast where we have five trivia-based questions from the movie. <laughs> And if you get three of the five correct, you don't have to shotgun, and I do. And if you get less than three correct, you have to shotgun, and I don't. But inevitably, we will all end up shotgunning number one. Numero uno. Your fart worked well since there was a fart in the movie. Yeah, this one's actually appropriate for the urinal fart. So, number one, the studio let Russell and Costner each edit their own version of the film. Which actor's version was used as the final cut? Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Really? Really? That's weird. I'm going to say Costner. I'll go with Costner. I'm going to say Russell. It's Kurt Russell. Fuck. Yes. True or false? Wait, 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 wait. Do you have any more information on that? Like, <laughs> what, what more do you like? I don't know. I just, so, I, I don't know. That's weird that they there let more, them there, both There was edit. more information. There was a reason they didn't pick Costner's. It, so, Costner's was more action-heavy. And then uh, Kurt Russell's was more his cut cerebral. No, it involved more um, character development between he and Courtney Cox. Oh, okay, so well, I can see why Kurt Russell, one yeah. of those on-screen moments. All right, whatever. I, I, I show us the Costner cut of this movie. I'll watch the Costner cut. Everyone wants the Snyder cut of Justice League. Let's start the fucking thing for the Costner. They're cut They're putting of it on 3, HBO Max. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So justice for that, but no justice for Costner cut. We're making the Costner cut a thing. We'll start a hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> True or false, Courtney Cox and David Arquette were married during the filming of this movie. True. True. It is true. All right. I thought they might just be dating. Yeah, because she did change her last name for a while yeah. there. It Courtney was Courtney Cox, Cox Arquette. Arquette. Yeah. yeah. But not in the title I don't for think this she one. was ever billed like that, though. Sure she was. On Friends, she was. Was she? I'm on, pretty sure. On the subsequent three screams, she was. Wouldn't know. Never watch Friends. Yeah. How do you know it's a bad show if you've never watched it? I've watched like half a dozen episodes. Too busy that. watching How I Met Your Mother and... Well, that's not Chuck Lorre, is it? I don't know. Chuck Lorre, yeah, I'm surprised Big that you Bang even know. I just say CBS Young Sheldon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. No, we've been rewatching Letterkenny, so... Oh, that's good. True or false, this is Howie Long's film debut. False. false. Let's say false. Okay. It is false. Do you know what his film debut was? The Longest Yard? What? No. No. He wasn't even the, in that the movie. The one from the 70s. But they hit that with How, why, how, how would, he, would he be in that is? movie? He was playing NFL back in like the 80s, 70s. I don't know. Fuck. I don't know what is. I know that I've seen him something else. Heat, maybe? No, kind of. Close, though. It's a John Woo film. Well, I don't know why that's close. <laughs> <laughs> Face Off? Uh, no, the other John Woo film that came out the same year. Broken Arrow. Broken Arrow. All right. He's, he also plays a helicopter pilot. Well, he's got his huh. stick. Huh? Typecast. Yeah. What? But how is he typecast? It was a joke. <laughs> that dude flies helicopters. I fucking, I'm telling <laughs> that you. That Howie Long, he looks like he can fucking fly a helicopter. Oh, uh, yeah. Number and f- tackle the quarterback. Number four, Christian Slater and Kevin Cos. Oh, so also Christian Slater appeared in him with in Broken Arrow. He appeared in, in him. him. <laughs> <laughs> with him. I don't know. May- maybe in him. That's none of my business. It's like Arrested Development. Tobias writes the book, The Man Inside Me. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, Christian Slater and Kevin Costner appeared together in this film. One other film, <laughs> they appeared together. Robin that, of Loxley. That we've done on this podcast. Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Prince of Thieves. Not <laughs> Men in Tights. He's not Jamaican. <laughs> Prince of Thieves, man. <laughs> All right, well, you guys haven't got one wrong yet. Number I did, didn't I? I yeah, got the first one the wrong. Oh, uh, right. But I'm safe after that, so fuck. But I'm four for four. <laughs> Number five, which actor received top billing on this movie, Costner or Russell? I should have paid more attention. I feel like Russell did. 
it's Russell. Yep, Kurt Russell got top billing. Kurt or Miss Russell. So I guess Kurt's can, the can, alpha here. Can can I throw in an extra trivia question? Sure. Um, Kurt Russell and Kevin Costner played the same character in Wider. two movies. Wider. They didn't even give Kenya a chance. They released. I would have got it. Yeah, he would have known that. Tombstone and Wider. Yeah. Yep. And Costner's. All right, no. Kurt Russell's, Russell's is far is superior. Yeah, far superior. So. Kurt, uh, Kevin Costner's is really, really long. And, really long. And they, they, he gets into his whole life. We don't need that. We want the... Right. It, they're two different movies. The, the Tombstone is about Tombstone. Right. And, you know, his vengeance after that. Which is what everyone cares about. No! And that's like, like an hour and a half of the three-hour epic of Kevin Costner's one. Because <laughs> you, know you got to see him as a little fucking boy and be like finding his women and all that stuff. You know that scene I'm talking about where he's he's going back and he's, you know, killing the people getting revenge on him? He goes, No! <laughs> No! <laughs> He's like crossing the river. Yeah. It's fun. I like that scene. Yeah. All right, moving on. But real quick with Tombstone, let's be honest, Val Kilmer steals that, steals that show. I believe you won an Oscar. He should have won an Oscar if he didn't. I'll be a Huckleberry. Yeah. Drinking Buddies. I got the cough. This is the por- <laughs> this portion of the podcast where we do. choose a character from the film that we would get irresponsibly shit-faced, wrecked, drunk, shy with. Caitlin, who is your drinking buddy? It's a really tough one because I don't feel like I like a lot of any, choices. Liked any of the characters? <laughs> a lot of choices. Like I'm gonna go the guy singing the Elvis compilation while they're robbing the casino. Okay, that's not bad, dude in the red. Yeah, I I think that's a terrible choice. Of all the choices you have, that's the guy you pick. Well, if you don't like anybody else in the movie, though, that's a good. That's There's a no good one you liked in this movie. There's so many good people. I in I liked this movie. Kurt Russell, but that's too obvious of an answer. Wouldn't, that's fair. You wouldn't get wrecked with Bokeem Woodbine. <laughs> Excuse me, Bokeem dies though. That's the thing. Ooh, it's not yeah, fun drinking with a dead that's person. A and heavy. I really just didn't like the yellow outfit. Yeah, I think yellow's not a color for that outfit. Sure, it is. It's no. a canary yellow. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go on the side of righteousness and the law, and I'm gonna get drunk with uh, Thomas Hayden Church. Good pick. I like that one. Yeah, that duo together would be a fun. Duo yeah, Kevin to Pollock and, they uh, had good chemistry. Yeah, they, they. I almost went with John Lovitz. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's hey. what I thought. <laughs> John Lovitz. I I always think of him at the beginning of <laughs> Little Nicky, uh, fucking creeping in the window. I don't know if you've seen Little Nicky. Well, oh, I have. Like, I don't remember. He this, gets though. sent to hell. I'm pretty sure because at the beginning he's like trying to be a peeping tom and like falls I do out of. Vaguely a tree remember and, this. Yeah. My yeah. favorite John Lovitz character was the wedding singer, where he's he's in a behind the curtain. He goes, he's losing his mind. And I'm reaping all the benefits. <laughs> uh, now I'm thinking of Rat Race, too. He's good in that. Yeah, he's funny. John we could do Rat Race on this podcast, because uh, I watched that recently, and it's not as good as I remember it being. I'm sure it's not. Yeah. Mr. I remember loving that fucking movie. Mr. Bean's in that movie, I think. <laughs> do you know what we're hauling back there? Yes, we're hauling ass. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Yes, ass. We're hauling ass. Oh, man. My drinking buddy's Gus. Which one's Gus? David Arquette. Okay. I like Gus. He's got all the good jokes. He's down to have a good time. It's kind of annoying. <laughs> I like him. <laughs> well, it seems like you guys will have a fun time then. That makes sense. All right. It's time to do Rotten Tomatoes over under. We will start with the critics. I will set that at a 15%. <laughs> under? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to guess under. It is under. It's 14%. <laughs> uh, audience, I will set at a 45%. Over. Under. Is a forty six percent. All right. And the IMDB is six point zero. Six point zero. On the Dizzle. I, I IMDB got this movie right. That's all I'm saying. If I see something that it's above a five, if it's at least at a six, I'm like, okay, this ha- it, you know. It it's is, a decent movie. It least. is funny how different so people going to IMDB rate it so much differently than people going to Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Well, I guess it's not that far off because Rotten Tomatoes says it was a forty six and this was a six. Uh, yeah, that's pretty pretty big variance. Yeah, yeah. it's about fifteen percent different. So that 14. would that would speak to maybe people going to IMDb like different kinds of movies than people rating things on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, uh, sophisticated true. folks go to IMDb. Right. Yeah, Fuck. but I don't rate movies. I don't have like an IMDb profile or anything. Oh, I don't have. I one feel either. like I want to make one to rate the movies we've watched. Yeah, we should start rating it. Fuck it. We, we're still trying to get, what was it, to 6.9? I was just listening okay, well, to that to the Let's do day. it. Let's do oh, it. Frank, Van, I think. Van Wilder. Van Wilder. Yeah. Rate, rate the movie on a Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb scale, Keenan. Go. 
Oh, what would I put this at? Right. 6.9. <laughs> of course you would. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes? So 69. how does that work? Six Rotten yeah. Tomatoes, can you just... I've never... I, I, no, you just, just do the IMDb. Scale. No, because yeah. Rotten Tomatoes is kind of misleading because you just like or dislike it. You don't set a certain percentage. Okay. It's just the percentage is that's how many people decided they liked this movie. I would say liked it. And then I would say, yeah, actually, I think six is pretty spot on. But for the joke, 6.9. I'm going to go with I liked it on Rotten Tomatoes for sure. And I'm going to rate it at a 7.8. Oh. 4.5. Oh. That's rough. Well, there's your Real Buzz rankings. Yeah, it's a segment. Real Buzz rankings. There you news go. News segment. News, 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 news. 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 I, I feel like we left a segment out, did we? Or no, we, no, we were good. We didn't you guys shotgun. Didn't shotgun. Oh, fuck me running. Technically, I don't need to, but I will. I won't fuck you running. I'll fuck you. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, no, don't forget. Don't worry, Calvin. I'm going to cut all this part out where we're drinking and shotgunning because I know how much you hate it. Let me win once, man. Give me some self-esteem. I was going slow on that one. I was trying to go fast too. I was taking her easy. Oh, hold on. I don't. I can't do it that fast. But I know someone who can. And I'll be rapping like twist of another. You know what I'm talking about? Kanye West slow jams. Oh yeah, love that song. Are you gonna be? Yeah. She says she wants some. Marvin Gaye, yeah, some Luther Vandross, a little, little Anita. We'll definitely set this party off right. Gotta be, gotta be, gotta be, gotta be, gotta be. All right, this has been Real Buzz Stakes <laughs> with the Real Buzz crew. Hey, should, should I be called Rob or Robert for my intro in a wedding I'm going to be in? Rob? Does I think you should you promo and be Real Buzz Rob. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, A-B- P, always be promoting to Yeah, that's I like right. It. If not that, then at least DJ Rob. She gave me that option, too. Handsome Rob. DJ Real Buzz Rob. Do you want to be called Robert, Rob, Bobo, or DJ Rob? Go with Bobo. Hell yeah. Adam calls me Bobo. That's who's marrying my friend Elena. Okay. I'll go with Real Buzz Rob. All right, anyways. It's Real Buzz Rob on the mic. Thank you for listening <laughs> This has been another edition of Real Buzz Takes We're the Real Buzz crew And we review the best of the worst for you Take us out Katie Katie It's not my name Catherine Not my name Caitlin Take us out That's not my name That's not my name They call me Stacey Those my sunglasses over there? Probably I think they might be mine Okay cool Because I don't leave mine out Because The return of Mike and Jason Burping in the microphone we are the Real Buzz Crew, and we review the best of the worst for you. This concludes our broadcast day. Penis. <laughs> oh, thank you.